you got any of that uh, AstraZeneca lying around you're not using? Because right over here, right over here, my sleeve is rolled up. Because like about 850,000 other Ontarians, I went and got AstraZeneca because it was the first vaccine that was available to me. And the government told me that I should go ahead and take that. So I did. I did. I went and got it. And now, like 800 and some odd thousand other Ontarians, I'm wondering, well, what's next? Including the Minister of Health, the Prime Minister, the Prime Minister's wife, so on and so forth. Doug Ford, they all got AstraZeneca. And now we have a pause, not just on first doses, but somehow we have a pause on second doses as well. And right now, in fridges, and we don't have a lot of it, but right now, in fridges, there is AstraZeneca, and it's tick, 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 ladies and gentlemen. What's going to happen to those vaccines? Where are they going to go? They're going to end up in the garbage because that would be a shame. And that is according to my next guest, the president and CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, Rocco Rossi. Welcome back to the program, Rocco. How are you? Always a pleasure to be with you, uh, Alan. And like you, I'm another uh, Gen AZ member. Uh, and, uh, and it, it would be more than a shame. I, I mean, I think it's next to criminal if any one shot gets wasted, because we need to do one of two things. We need to put that into arms of people as a second dose with informed consent. We know there are, uh, some very tiny risks, far smaller than the risks associated with COVID, but uh, existing, and even smaller risks by all of the research we've seen to date for uh, second shots. So again, informed consent. But if we're not going to use them because they expire the end of May, early June, that's 50,000 that we've had, and another 254,000 delivered to us this week in Ontario, um, they should be going to the billions of people who are going begging for vaccine. And let's not forget, the UK now effectively has a rate of deaths from COVID of virtually zero, and the vast majority of their shots have been AZ. This is an incredibly powerful effective vaccine and it is shameful that we're dithering on it it, it, it you know and we're being criticized from around the world saying well, what is going on with canada like what are you what are you guys doing with astrazeneca why well, you know we're creating hesitancy uh, uh we're, we're creating a situation where people are now shopping around like somehow you know they're making a choice between you know, guess and boss, you know, like which, which brand am I going to get? That's where we are. The, I mean, the, the supply that's here now, Rocco, I appreciate that there is uh, the risk of the possibility of blood clotting and the numbers are not, I mean, they're pretty scary. One sixty thousand was the most recent number. That, on the uh, first Dr. shot. Williams. That's on first shot. Yeah. No, but here's the thing on the second shot. It's one in a million. One in a million is the numbers that we're hearing out of the UK. So, I'm like you, man. My hand's up. I'm ready. Give me another shot. A hundred, a hundred percent. And again, informed consent. Every time we walk out the door, we are taking risks in our lives. Um, and, uh, and sometimes without knowledge, uh, we take those risks. This, we clearly have risks. And we have a medical establishment that, as you pointed out, was telling us the best vaccine is the first vaccine offered to you. 
These have been approved by Health Canada. They've been approved by countries around the world. You're seeing the incredible benefits uh, that accrue to those who've been using it, a la uh, the UK being the number one example. And yes, there are tragic cases of deaths associated in very, very small numbers. That, even that one in 60,000, that's the case of a blood clot. That's not the case of a death right. associated with blood clot. Right. So it is, it is treatable, particularly in a country, a modern country like ours, advanced country. And to your point, people around the world looking at this is a rich country's problem, right? We are dithering. We're, we're looking at it like, oh, well, I'd rather have this because, you know, I like to choose between 67 different varieties of toothpaste. These are life-saving, critical, critical things that, again, if, if we're going to dither, there are lots of people desperate to get it. And, and what's even more tragic about all of this is 1.2 million of these AstraZeneca doses, we took back the only G7 country to take back doses that we had donated that were targeted for the, for the developing world. So that, that's what adds salt to the wounds as far as the rest of the world is concerned in Canada's behavior. What, what, what are the takeaways from all of this for me, Rocco, speaking with Rocco Rossi, President and CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, it, is it sort of brought home again this difficulty where we have where we say, okay, we're going to put all of our faith in our doctors that, uh, you know, it's it's the health officials that will determine the response. And then we find, well, you know, if we let Shelley Deeks from NASI speak or we let Dr. Williams, uh, the medical officer of health in Ontario speak, you know, we don't always understand what they say and their communication skills leave a little bit to be desired. Talk to me about the difficulty of having health officials in charge of communication. Well, not everyone is gifted like an Isaac Bogosh, who, you know, clearly gets both the science and, uh, you know, is on message and understands that not everyone is a scientist, right? So the notion of hypothesis and things changing with more data, et cetera, it, it's, you have to take some time and you have to, um, you have to tailor, it's not to dumb it down, it's to, smarten up what you're saying so that people can understand it. Or as my dad keeps reminding me, statistics tell, but emotion sells, right? Give people, you know, what, what are the hopeful things around it as well as, as the risks and allow them to make decisions because generally, you know, people are pretty smart, but, but communication and scientific communication ability and scientific knowledge is not always wrapped up in the same individual. Uh, and then one more question to you, Rocco, and, and that is, again, we got a, another Doug Ford sort of shoot from the lip thing yesterday where he talked about summer camps and we have no details and all the camp operators are like, what? And just, you know, and so we have the situation in the province of Ontario where once again we have an announcement of an announcement, stay tuned, you know, coming up tomorrow or next week, details. And could you just, I, I just wonder what your what your response to that is, what's your take on that is? Look, the, the outdoor activity thing more generally is, is uh, and it was interesting because Minister Elliott followed up uh, this morning saying that 
you know, stay tuned before June 2nd, we may well see more outdoor activity. Again, going back to someone like an Isaac Bogosh, who's been, and he's on the scientific table. He's one of the guys advising uh, the, the, the premier and has been saying for some time, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm hearing him say, and you can ask him directly, but that risk of transmission outdoors is significantly lower than, uh, than indoors. And if you take additional steps, you really bring it down to de minimis levels. So when you consider the mental health benefits, the physical exercise benefits of being outside, we really, we really need to be looking at this closely and acting and opening it up to give people that, that, that opportunity, give them that ray uh, of light, give them that activity that they, they desperately need, that we all desperately need. And this isn't just, you know, golf, it's, it's camps, it's pickleball, it's, it's bocce ball, it's whatever, uh, to get people out um, and, and bringing some light into their lives. And it seems like the scientific evidence is there. I think that, quite frankly, this is the result of a government that feels itself backed into a corner, that it's, that it's made some bad calls, doesn't want to be seen to be making another bad call, so it's, it's kind of dug in. And you actually look at what the NDP, the liberals are saying, and what many in the scientific community are saying, it's, it's open up outdoor activity with, with caution, but that there is far less risk of transmission and huge benefits on the upside from mental health and physical activity. So I certainly expect movement on that front sooner rather than later. Rocco, always great to talk to you. I hope you're well. Please stay safe and uh, looking forward to a time when we can all be together. Stay positive, test negative, and I'll be in line with you to get vaccinated with that second shot of AstraZeneca, brother. (laughs) All right, I'll be right there with you. Rocco Rossi, President and CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Be well.